0: This is Caveman Corner with Sean Stires and Dean Huppert presented by Midland Engineering completing their first century of quality roofing experience. Caveman Corner also is sponsored by the Mishawaka Education Foundation, the school city of Mishawaka, Monterey Mexican Grill, Kevin Putt's First Midwest Mortgage, Bethel University Athletics, Trackside, Fine Food and Spirits, and InRugCo.
1: Caveman Corner tonight's on this Monday, we've got a couple of head coaches joining us this evening. First from the Mishawaka football team, Keith Kinder. And then from the Mishawaka girls basketball team, we will be hearing from Chad Blasco coming up in a little bit. They have their uh, first exhibition game coming up later on this week. And their season opener is coming up next week as well. So things are about to get busy with basketball season. November starts One week from today, believe it or not. Well, uh, as I said, uh, Dean Huppert, I guess I didn't say this. Dean Huppert, Mishawaka Athletic Director. This is fall break week for Mishawaka. So Dean is uh, out signing it up, I think, in Florida or something like that right now. And we're stuck here with this delightful weather in uh, (laughs) Michiana. But uh, glad to be joined, first of all, by Mishawaka football coach Keith Kinder. How are we doing tonight?
2: good dean's got the best of our situation i think for
1: sure <laughs> yeah i think you're right i think you're right well coach of you know you had a bye last week first uh the first week of sectionals so did you get did you go to the concord laporte game did you wait for the game film H- how did you handle that
2: we did we we went to the game uh our coaches got together and uh we had a meeting right after school on friday kind of went over some early game plans, scouting ideas, Um, went and grabbed a bite to eat, and then went and watched the first half of the Concord-Laporte game. And, uh, you know, just didn't have anything, I guess, better to do on a night off and go see (laughs) another football game. So, um, you know, nothing, nothing super shocking or surprising out of the game. Just, uh, it was nice to get out and watch them kind of play live.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, are there things that you're able to pick up seeing it in person as, a, you know, you're used to watching all these your, – your opponents, you see them all the time on film and you break down the film and all that kind of stuff. Are there things that you can pick up maybe in person that you don't really get on film?
2: You know, I, I don't know that we, that we got anything by watching them in person. I just think it's always neat because, like, you know, when we get the film, the, the film clip starts right before the ball is snapped. And sure. ends right when the the play is blown dead. So, you know, it's nice to see all the in between stuff, how they operate on the sidelines, how they communicate with each other, um, that sort of thing. And and that's kind of what I paid attention to the their sideline, their substitutions, the the way you know it, how fast they play, you know, those kinds of things, because those are things you don't typically get on film.
1: Well, you know, I know you said beforehand you know before when when the draw came out yeah you'd like to keep playing you know keep the momentum going and, and all that stuff but uh was it was it at least a little bit less stressful and, and maybe relaxing to to kind of have the night off and and just even the lead up to the game just when you kind of get into that cycle of preparation and all that kind of stuff
2: yeah i think for i, I think for our kids and, and our coaches it was uh was pretty nice now um, we, we had a, a tree fall on our house, oh, uh, and, and, put it, put a hole in our laundry room. So oh, to, say to say laugh, that the bye but... week was, yeah, to say that the bye week was stress-free for, uh, my wife and I would be a very big overstatement, but, uh, yeah. we, you know, um, I think we handled it pretty well. We, we practiced Monday, Tuesday, gave them Wednesday off practiced Thursday and gave them Friday off. So we got them for three days. We, you know, we, with Concord in the back of our mind we focused a lot more on our own stuff you know our fundamentals our our uh, a lot of individual work which is something that you get away from when you you know start getting into the meat of the season so all of those things were were nice to kind of get back to Um, and then today you know with the with the rough weather we just kind of kept them in the gym and did some alignment and assignment type things and you know, like you mentioned, we're on fall break, so we're going to have to, you know, we'll get extra time with them this week, which is nice, but you always worry about your kids when they're out of routine, you know.
1: Sure. Is is uh, the hole in the roof, is that, especially with all this rain the last couple days, is that in any better place right now?
2: Well, there is still a hole in the roof. Um, there, there is a tarp covering the hole.
1: Okay. All so. right. So still a lot of work to be done, unfortunately. There is a lot of work to be done. All right. Well, like everyone, you know, kind of talking about that bye, like everyone, you've had some guys banged up. How much did that extra rest kind of help some of those guys?
2: Well, I think it, I think it was good. You know, we you know some guys that have been playing through pain um, didn't practice at all last week. You know, so it it was kind of a a real bye week for them where you know they they got extra time with the trainer lots of rehab and then mental reps you know where they would they would stand with their position group and they would listen to the coaching but they weren't getting the physical reps which i think was really good for about four or five of our starters so you know i i think that it's just when you're a creature of habit it's 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 different and so you get anxious about not playing and and, yeah. and you worry about you know hey there's no opponent in sight technically so how are our kids going to be. But I thought our kids and coaches handled it really well. Um, I don't know that the bye was an advantage, but I think that we worked the week out to, to a point where at least it wasn't a disadvantage.
1: Joined by Keith Kinder, head coach of the Mishawaka Cavemen football team, taking on Concord Friday night in sectional semifinal action over at Concord. And you're sitting here at 7-2 and two right now. You've got a three-game winning streak going. So how do you, how do you kind of size up your team as you get ready for this first sectional game
2: you know I I still don't think that we've played our best football um I think that we've been close at times I think there were there were spells against Northwood where we played really good football I think there were spells against Warsaw where we played really good football Mm -hmm. but I think that you know we haven't put together that complete game and I think part of that had to do with you know, missing Justin, and, and then we missed Bo for a couple weeks, and we've missed some other guys here and there, um, as well. So, I, I still like it's 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 a weird feeling because we're getting ready to play game ten, and I'm still not quite sure how good we are. Hmm. Um, and and so I, I think that I think that we're capable of, of being really good. Um, I think we're capable of playing really well. It's just something that I don't feel like I've seen on a consistent basis from both sides of the ball on the same night. And so I think that's something that we got to do this Friday if we're going to win.
1: Well, when you played Concord the first time, and, of course, you did play him in the regular season in, in, in NLC play, and it was down there as well, you didn't have your best game that night. We, you know, we obviously talked about it afterwards, but a lot of turnovers in that game. You fell behind big by halftime, but then you had it down to a one-possession game. In, I, I think it was like in the third quarter still, but in the second half anyway, you've got it down to a one-possession game, and and, the, and then Concord ends up getting another touchdown and and uh, ends up winning by a couple of scores. So is this a game, just the way it played out and, and everything that happened in that first game, that, that like if you were going to hope for a do-over, I would imagine this would be the team that you really wanted a do-over against.
2: Yeah. And I think our kids were really excited when the draw came out because they knew what it meant. They, you know, we, we told them after the game that night that, Hey, you know, for you to win the trophy that you really want to win, you're going to have to, you're going to have to beat these guys and you're going to get another crack at them. And, and so I think our kids were excited about that opportunity. Um, and like you said, you know, we got off to a really bad start. Um, we, we competed, uh, fought back a little bit, but, uh, they played really well that night. We did not play as well. We turned it over three times. They didn't turn it over at all. So, you know, we know that for for us to be successful, that that recipe for us is we got to win the turnover battle, um, and and we have to keep them off the field. Uh, and those are two things that we didn't do very well the first time we played them, and still had a chance to win. Like you said, we it was a one. It was 31-24 with 11 minutes left in the game, and we had the football. So. Yeah. You know, as bad as it started for us, um, we still had our chances. We just didn't, we didn't play well enough in the first game. I think our kids understand that. I think our kids know how well they're going to have to play this Friday if they want to win because um, Concord is, you know, they've established it the last four or five weeks. They're not going to make mistakes. They're, they're not going to um, get themselves in bad downs and distances, which is something that happened with them early in the year. Um, they've become so good offensively and, and so consistent and so, like, they're really, really good um, maximizing their possessions and, and their defense is really good, too. Um, they won the conference for a reason. I, in my opinion, they're the best team in our conference um, and, and I think that, you know, we're capable of beating them but we're going to have to play really well.
1: You didn't have Justin Fisher in that game last time. He That, that was one of three games... That he missed, he's he's been back out there on the field for you these last three games. What kind of difference could he make for you, your senior quarterback?
2: Well, I I think I, I like our chances a lot better with him playing. You know, obviously we're um, we're six and zero in games that he does play. Um, I think that the biggest thing is getting us in the right play, and then just the physicality with with which he runs the football, even on plays where he may get hit at the line of scrimmage, he's going to fall forward for three and four yards. And those three and four yards in a game uh, like this Friday's game are, going to be what are the deciding, you know, the deciding factor. Can we, can we win on first down? Can we get to second and six and second and five? Um, And, and those are the kinds of things that I think um, Justin adds to it. We are, we are able to go 15 and 16 plays on a possession when Justin's under center because of his experience and his physicality. And those were things that we struggled with in his
1: absence. You know, it's funny. You said it doesn't feel like your team has played its best game yet. And this is not a knock on Justin at all. But, you know, he's had a couple hundred yard games and, and things like that. But does it feel like, especially just seeing what he's done the last couple of years, does it feel like he hasn't even sort of reached his peak so far this year?
2: Yeah. I think it's been like a really, you know, a really strange year for, for us in general. Um, and, you know, obviously for him, you know, we, we finished, you know, we, we played nine games. We don't, we don't have a thousand yard rusher. That's never happened <laughs> to us. You know, we've got, you know, Chase who has something in the mid mid eight hundreds and Justin who has something in the high six hundreds, but like, it, it's just been a, a strange, like we're scoring points um, and we're, we're good in the red zone we're good on third down but i just don't think that we've we've clicked in the right way and i i don't know how to put my finger on it except that i just it doesn't feel like we've played our best yet um and so i think that that's something that we're all kind of itching to see and and kind of waiting to to see break out and i i do believe we're going to play well on friday i don't know if if that means that we're going to win but i do believe that we are going to play our best football game of the season this Friday because I know how how much it means to our kids and how much preparation they put into it.
1: All right, sounds great, and uh, looking forward to seeing that coming up this Friday night. And, of course, we'll be over there in Dunlap at Concord when Mishawaka takes on the Minutemen in this sectional semifinal matchup. Keith Kinder, appreciate you joining us tonight. I know you've got uh, some work that you need to get taken care of there at home, so uh, get back to it, and we'll see you out there Friday. All right, thanks a lot. All right, absolutely. Keith Kinder, head coach of the Mishawaka Cavemen football team. We'll take a timeout. When we come back, we will be joined by Mishawaka girls basketball coach Chad Blasco. That is coming up next on Cavemen Corner on Sports Radio 960 WSBT. Cavemen Corner continues on Sports Radio 960 AM WSBT on this just a Monday in Michiana with all the rain coming down. Just to remind you that November is on the way, brought in a little uh, cold rain. From what I hear, tomorrow is supposed to be beautiful, though, so I guess we'll see if that happens. Actually, we've got a weather forecast coming up here in a little bit at the end of the show. But with us right now, head coach of the Mishawaka girls basketball team, Chad Blasco. How are you this evening, coach?
3: I'm doing great. Uh, how about you?
1: Doing good. You had to get out of that warm gym and go out and into the mess and drive home afterwards. You've been practicing for what? Uh, officially for about a week, I believe it is right now. How have things look for you and your team out there in the gym?
3: Uh, things are looking really good right now. I got a lot of the same girls I had last year, yeah. uh, so they already know what the expectations are, and I got a good group of leaders, and uh, they're excited just like I am to be back in the gym.
1: Well, yeah, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, was it two seniors that you had last year? Does that sound right?
3: Yes, I had uh, Jada O'Brien and Lexi Schlimmer. They were the two uh, seniors that are on my team last year. So for this year, I got a lot of them returning back.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and uh, you know, you made a lot of improvement over the course of last season. Where, where like if you, if you go back to last year and your first season as head coach, where do you think you saw the most improvement over the course of the season, coach?
3: I think for the most part, uh, just for the girls learning how to compete and go out there and play hard, uh, from day one and from where they had started the previous season. Um, I think part of it was them just learning how to play. So day in, day out, myself and our coaches are sitting here trying to teach these young ladies, uh, how to play basketball, but also com- go out there and compete. Uh, even like I told them the other day, uh, I found a little quote that talked about like, don't compare, compete, um. Don't compare ourselves to anyone else. Don't compare yourselves to another teammate. Just go out there and compete. And I think that's one thing that they have learned. Um, and by going out there and competing last year, we played some really good teams. And also within that, they saw what they could accomplish. Even though there's times that we lost, they went out there and played hard against good teams and competed and gained that confidence.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I like that. Don't compare compete. Because I, I think that that's where, that's a trap that a lot of people fall into, no matter what, is you start you know, with, with comparisons rather than, you know, just sort of taking care of yourself. And that can lead to a lot of <laughs> problems, I think, can it?
3: Uh, definitely. Um, and I think like, I told these young ladies here that uh, we got to worry about ourselves. Yeah. There's a lot of good teams around the area that we're going to play. And if we can go out there and just go out there and compete. And a lot of people noticed last year that that's what, one thing they changed. I had so many different compliments uh, from different people. Talking about, they loved watching us go out there and just play hard. And at the end of the season, I told the the girls, I said, "Look, we made a huge stride this year, and I think we learned how to go out there and just play hard. Now, if we can continue to do that same thing and also build on our skills, who knows what could happen this year?"
1: Well, and as a second-year head coach of this group, and the fact that you do have so many players back, are you able? To kind of get to things quicker now, you know, like in the, in this first week, or and in your off season as well, you were working on some stuff. But are you able, you know, to to sort of advance things a little bit more with with players used to you and your system and that kind of thing?
3: Yeah, for sure. Um, once again, we got a lot of those girls coming back, a lot of the scoring coming back, a lot of my shooters coming back. Uh, so a lot of stuff that we're doing right now, just kind of reviewing, and also all of a sudden, like that light bulb sitting back up, and all key, okay, I, I remember how to do this. So now I don't have to spend as much time as I, like, like I did last year. And like you said, I can excel and go a little quicker uh, and add a few more things, and uh, it's been awesome so far.
1: Give us an idea of kind of who's back for you and, and maybe a couple players that uh, you're, you're expecting some things out of here early on.
3: Um, well, I, to start off with, I, a lot of these girls have different
1: different roles within my team, and I know it might be just the, the
3: right thing to say as a coach, but I truly believe it that these young ladies here, um, know their roles and they go out there and they, they're just pieces of the puzzle. But if we're talking about certain individuals, like Asia Schaefer's come back, who's a sophomore, who was the only freshman to make honorable mention with the NLC. And she averaged 10 points a game in NLC. I also have Emma Went, who had just missed uh, all, all conference last year, as honorable mention. Uh, she's one of my key starters, one of my key leaders uh, within the group. I also have Katie Baumgartner, who, uh, has really advanced, and she's coming along, and I think she's also gaining that confidence. So she's my one of my main post players and uh, my rebounders. She's my tough girl who's inside.
1: You know, and something that um, I'd see out there going to, you know, when I'm getting ready to go up for sports beat and for, you know, Mishawaka football home games, you and your team saw you last year out there outside the football stadium doing a little kickball, and it looked like you're, you know, still kind of doing – other stuff so it's like beyond just x's and o's and basketball court you guys really do a lot of stuff sort of away from the court as well don't you
3: oh uh, for sure uh this whole fall even we did last year <clears throat> i call it fun fridays so as part of our conditioning um we just go out there like you just said uh we'll play kickball uh and actually my my boys come out too um and they love <laughs> come out and playing with the girls too and the girls love them being around and same thing with my uh, assistant coach but we go out there and play kickball. We'll play um, flag football. We'll play wiffle ball. But it's also going out there, and having fun, uh, building a little team character within ourselves. But also, at the end of the day, I try to tell them we're all we all having fun, but we're also trying to compete and trying to compare uh, carry that over to the court as well. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Were, were you were you able to? I would imagine have a much more productive. Off season with workouts and those kind of things with you know with with much less you know after all the covid limitations and everything that you had last year
3: Oh, well, for sure i mean it was obviously a lot better than it was last year for all of us uh, but i was able to do a few more things and we also were doing a little basketball uh basketball league over at adams high school there were about 10 teams there we got to go over there every wednesday and play and actually it was really good for us um once again, I think we made even more strides. I think we gained a little more confidence because we've played some teams over there at Adams that we had played during the season who had beaten us. And the result, yes, I know, I know that it was only summertime, but uh, we, we were on the winning side during the summer, which once again, I think it's those strides that we're trying to make as far as confidence and playing together and
1: mm-hmm. who knows what can happen this year. You've got a scrimmage coming up with Riley this Thursday. What do you, what do you want to uh, get accomplished in that scrimmage Thursday night?
3: I know I've said it a couple times already, but let's go out there and compete. <laughs> uh, and we're we're still we're still behind that eight ball just a little bit. Trying to uh, we got a couple new faces, even some new faces with JV. Uh, but we're sitting here trying to do a few things and try and catch them, get them up to speed. But uh, as far as just going out there on Thursday, just going out there competing, and we're not going to be in tip top shape of what we're supposed to be doing. But just get out there in the courts and start playing again. And, I, and a lot of these young, young me, young ladies are excited to be out there. Uh, when I sit here and mention, hey, we've got a scrimmage in three days, all of a sudden their eyes lighten up and they're like, let's go, let's go. And they're excited for the season to start.
1: Well, and as you found out last year, and as a lot of – you know, talking to a lot of coaches last year at Mishawaka, first year in the Northern Lakes Conference, I mean, there's, there's, there's a lot of competition in that conference. And, you know, like you've kept using that C word, compete. So I, I can see where that theme – comes from because that's obviously pretty important at playing in that conference game in and game out, isn't it?
3: Oh, for sure. There's a lot of tough teams and going to NLC from Goshen and Northridge, Warsaw, you name it. uh, They got a lot of good players and a lot of good programs that uh, understand how to compete themselves. And that's what we tried to do last year. And, And most of the time we came on the losing end, but I think at the end of the day we we found out that, hey, look, we're right there. We're that right there, but we still got to continue to work.
1: Chad Blasco, head coach of the Mishawaka girls basketball team. Again, they scrimmaged Thursday night at home against Riley and then open the season a week from Thursday, November 4th, against Marion. Chad, it's always great to talk to you. Good luck, and uh, we'll be out there sooner or later. Hope to uh, see you out there at the gym pretty soon. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. All right, absolutely. Take care. Chad Blasco, head coach of the Mishawaka Girls basketball team. That's going to do it for Cavemen Corner tonight, for Keith Kinder and for Chad Blasco. Sean Stiers will be back next week when uh, Dean Hubbard is uh, back. As well, Caveman Corner on Sports Radio 960 AM, WSBT.
0: This has been Caveman Corner with Sean Styers and Dean Huppert, presented by Midland Engineering, completing their first century of quality roofing experience. Caveman Corner also is sponsored by the Mishawaka Education Foundation, the School City of Mishawaka, Monterey Mexican Grill, Kevin Putt's First Midwest Mortgage, Bethel University Athletics, Trackside Fine Food and Spirits, and N-Rug Co.